Hi everybody, welcome to Endless Wonder. If I don't talk to myself, who will? Today we have Cheyenne here with us. Okay. And hey. a very special, important topic today. Yes. Cheyenne, would you like to tell us what it's about? Yeah, okay, so we're gonna be talking about me and I'm excited about that. Um, so I today's Halloween, it's October 31st, 2020 when we're recording this. And I have got my, like my book. I published like my first book and I'm so happy about that. And we're gonna talk about that because I wanna talk about it. <laughs> so, um, yeah, dude. And it's so, it's so funny too. It's like perfect timing. Cause I wasn't supposed to get these books today. Actually, I was supposed to get them like November 4th, 5th, like sometime next week. So it's funny, it came on Halloween. Um, that's fucking awesome. And I wasn't the first one, and this is a lesson. I can go into like, if I remember going to lessons about being a first time author or whatever, or author in general, but next time I have to take into consideration with like planning the time and, what's, and when I'm releasing the book, because I didn't even get my book before the first person who, like I wasn't the first person to get the book. And I feel like the author should be the first person so they can look at the book yeah, <laughs> and make sure okay. everything's okay. But, my friend had ordered it and she got it before me and i was asking her so many questions i was like how does the book feel and like it's the pictures that stuff <laughs> like just asking her so i can edit and do whatever i needed to do just in case more people started ordering because i only sent out the link to a few people mm -hmm. before i actually said like hey i actually published a book mm -hmm. so so yeah so we're here to talk about that today so in this episode i just want to interview you i want to ask you a couple questions so first yes. I wanted to see what was the inspiration behind this book or like how long did it take you to write it? Mm. So I want to say I started writing this book when I was 19 turning 20 okay. um, and now I'm 24 turning 25 in six months or so about and um it's because, okay, so my second year of college, I had a creative writing class. And I've always been into writing before. Like, um, I um, actually last night was looking at some writings that I had wrote when I was um, in 20, 2013. So like high school, middle school time. So I've always been into writing. Um, but I had this creative writing class and that was pretty cool. And he, like that class kind of opened my eyes when it came down to writing. He was weird. Like my professor was super weird. He looked like he was like, um, have you heard of this movie called like Big Lebowski? Or something uh -huh. like that? He, he has kind of like their type of vibes. Like he just looks crazy, big glasses. He always wore like crazy polka dot socks. He was cute that. and he had, he had like nice facial hair, just like hair. He looked like a dork, but like a cool one. Uh, or, I mean, all dorks are cool. Huh? Just like, yeah, his style, dude, he was so cool. Um, and he got me into like, he introduced the class to like a lot of weird music and a lot of art. Like for example, I wanna say like the first class or something like that, he was showing us, I forgot the name um, of like the art exhibit or the guy who created it, but if we looked it up, we can find it. But it's like of a toilet seat that was shown or like hosted in an art um, like exhibit. And everyone was like, wow, oh my God, like a toilet seat because it, it was so different compared to other art, even though it was just a toilet seat and it really blew up. 
um, and it's just a toilet seat. And so he was just talking about that and start off with that. Like, you know, art is, there's so many different type of art, like, you know, and we'll go on this whole tangent about it. And so we, um, I forgot the name of the book, but there was this, we started to get into poetry and like he introduced this weird poetry like book that was expensive. So I'm like, okay, they're getting paid for all these writings. Um, but he, he, the way he introduced it, he was talking to us about like him and his wife. And he was saying how like, um, like when his wife argue or when they're in, like, when him and his wife are having a hard time, like, um, okay. He was basically saying like, he loves his wife because she's not fully understandable. Like he doesn't fully understand her. And he loves that about her and like he was explaining how when she has like hard times trying to express her feelings and like her voice cracks or she doesn't know how to do it correctly or like just does it in a weird way like she thinks that he thinks that's just so be it was just like this weird conversation about how like a lot of times basically you don't have to understand everything like everything doesn't need to be under understood and this is also the way I'm taking like my way of digesting everything that he had taught me throughout that class but like yeah, everything doesn't need to be understood. And then he compared it to writing. He was like, you as a writer, you write for yourself. You write for your emotions. Like how you're feeling, you write for how you feel. And, you know, if people don't understand it, it's fine. And like some people, like they look, for example, with the toilet seat, they look at it and they're like, oh, the the artist is trying to portray this crazy, dark, whatever, like this weird story when really it was just like, oh shit. I have this broken toilet seat. I should just turn it in and see what happens. Like, you know, there's no real story behind it, but people like to think of it that way. And if they think of it that way, it is. If there's no story behind it, it is. Like basically whatever you're looking at and whatever story you pull from it, you are right. Because it's the way like art, you just, you pull from whatever it is. So he, yeah, basically he was explaining that writing doesn't have to be understood. And so already for myself, like, there's actually this essay I found last night about why I got into writing, but I used to write in a way that like, I was trying not, like if someone was to read my writing, I didn't want them to understand me because at the same time, like I wanted to express myself, but I was still too scared to really like express myself. So I wanted it to be weird to where you're reading it and you want to take it one way, but you can't, or you just don't know. But anyway, I was kind of like, because it be, could be applied to a bunch of things or like, what do you mean? Because Okay, so it, it stems back to, well, one, it can be applied to a bunch of things. Yes, that's one way I like, I do like to write because once again, like with art, you can kind of apply it to a lot of things. But for me, like it started because I used to have a diary mm -hmm. and I would write in my diary, like bluntly, like, oh, today I'm mad at this person or this and this and that. But like my brother will find it, my mom will find it and they'll just read it and they'll kind of get mad or like whatever the case might be because it was so obvious of me expressing myself because I was literally stating. But because of that, I started writing, but then whenever I would write, I would tear up my, tear up my writing so no one can find it because I kind of didn't want people to know. Like that's why I was writing it to myself. Um, but then I got off the habit of like throwing away or like burning up my writings. I'm like, cause you want to keep, you want to keep it. But I don't know. It, it was like this weird mindset of not really wanting to fully tell you how I'm feeling like, oh, today I'm mad. But instead like say the same, like try to get the same message across or me writing about the same message, but don't say the exact words. Cause I didn't really want people to like fully know 
um but at the same time it's like a kind of like a cry for help it's a really weird like really weird understanding to it but maybe later i can probably see if i can find a poem or so and it'll kind of make more sense but going back to like the class um yeah the teacher once again was saying write for yourself um if people get it they don't if they do that's great because there, there can be so many different messages behind a poem so when I was going through all the stuff, because this is my second year of college, when I was going through everything I was going through college, I was like, you know what? I'm going to start writing about this. I'm going to start expressing about this. And I'm not going to care, like, how, if someone was to read it right now, how they're going to feel. Like, I'm literally just going to think about me. I'm literally just going to write how I want to write. And if it goes out to the world, like, however they take it, that's not, it doesn't matter. But it's just for me. And so literally I just start writing for myself and like for all the feelings I was going through when I was angry, alone or whatever, 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 I just started writing. And years, cause like this was once again around when I was 20 or like 19, I'm 24. Like I wrote for about like a year or two and now they're all here. So yeah. And like I've had these for a very long time and I wanted to go back and try to write these poems again or write something similar, mm. but I couldn't. I couldn't write it. I couldn't write it. I was like, damn. Why? Huh? Why? Like, were they too emotional? It was a different Cheyenne. It was a different Cheyenne. Like, when I was writing it, um, I was just, I can't write like this anymore. Those feelings I was feeling back then is not the same. And that was one way I kind of, like realize that whatever trauma, pain and stuff that I was going through, like I've moved on, I'm a different person. And my writings now are like, they they tie, like there's this um, similar theme I have throughout my writings, um, but they're completely different. Like if I was to share a poem now, <laughs> compared to these, even though these are really good, it's just like, wow, that's awesome. So. Yeah, but it's great that you get to see like part of yourself or how it was documented through writing because exactly yeah it kind of I want to relate that to like my anthropology class that I'm taking like these people they study other societies through the writings through the things that are left behind so Mm -hmm. you're kind of making history for yourself because this is this is who I was from 19 to 24 and then the next thing that I publish is going to be at this age and then that's how you see like writers develop and then just have like a big a big big like bookshelf of their Mm -hmm. own Mm -hmm. So, yeah, no, I agree with you. I say that all the time. Like one reason why I love to write, because before I used to, like I said, I burned my writings and tore my writings because I didn't want any type of like, like evidence of it. I didn't want it to be there and someone finding it. Um, but I told myself, like, collect your writings. They're history books. I've said, I've been saying that for so long. Like they're his- history books of yourself. And like, I love to go back to my notebooks and read it and be like, oh, I no longer deal with that or I'm still dealing with that or this and this and that. So I I agree with you. Yeah, I like that your anthropology class is going through that. Yeah, definitely. So it's it's cool because I know like for myself, like whenever I read like journals from like 10th grade, you know, 9th grade, it's like, oh my God, who was she? Now Mm. I'm a completely different person. Um, Another question. Yes. When, like as a writer, like when do you remember like either first wanting to be or when did you feel like okay I'm a writer this is who I am you know this is what I'm gonna do yeah 
Um, so I, w- I will say recently more so, like I've always enjoyed writing, um, but there's this book I read called The Atomic Habit, Habit by Adam Clear, I believe. Don't quote me on the names, but um, basically it was talking about habits and building habits and so on and so forth. And he talks about how like a lot of people, they want to have it and then they work on like the things they need to do. So, oh, I want to get in shape. Okay, cool. So that means I have to eat healthy. And that means I have to go to the gym this amount of times. But he was like, people don't look at the identity of it. Because a lot of times when you develop that identity, then you pick up that habit. You pick up the, that, those systems. Instead of saying, yeah, I want to go to the gym five times a week, just be like, yeah, I'm a person that works out or I'm a person that does light weights. I'm a weightlifter. I'm, I'm a person that eats healthy. Because when you identify with that, then your habits are gonna keep doing it. Cause you can't go around saying like, which some people do a lot of times on social media, <laughs> um, but you can't go around for example and say, yeah, I'm a healthy person. I'm a runner, for example, but you don't run. Like you're not a runner if you don't do it. And so with that, I was like, you know what? Cause I, that was a habit of mine. Like, oh, just write, try to write three times a week, just write. And then I started being like, no, I'm a writer. Like I'm a writer. What does a writer do? They write. And so I was, developing that identity and slowly telling myself that over like a course of a year or so I'm not sure exactly but it was like a number of times and then I'm not gonna lie like Endless did help me like us creating Endless kind of helped that little kick for me as well because like Endless was one of the like I've had other minor little goals like basic goals like save this or do this but like an idea coming to life like actually make an idea and bring it to life like us creating it and having it going was like evidence to me that like yeah if you have an idea you can literally bring it to like the physical form you know it it can happen and so the idea um yeah like that helped me kind of put the action behind things to make it happen and so which sounds back to this I'm like okay I have the writings I have this now let's let's call yourself an author because I was actually talking to my I call him sensei and we're talking and I forgot what he said, but he was like, you're already an author, dude. Like you have writings, you're an author, like you're an author. And I'm like, yeah, I am an author. And then going back to like, there's a few questions. That, there's a question where if people, if you got all the money in the world, right? Like, and you didn't have to worry about working to pay for rent or whatever, like, what would you do? What would you want to do? Be very happy. And I would want to be in my nice apartment or house in a like a nice private little library of mine with lighting a good like a good desk books all over my pets there good music and writing I was like that that's what I want to do I just want to write and scare the shit out of people or whatever the case might be with my writings so then that also pulled into like like okay dude yeah I want to be a writer like we are a writer I want to be a writer and so yeah that, yeah, I, I agree. I relate. Because it's kind of like, I know what I have learned from other people too, is kind of like setting goals, but not only like, okay, this is my goal, but like working backwards from your goal. Mm-hmm. Like I know I, that's one way that I really picture it. it's like, okay, if I want to end up here living in this house, in this city, in this place, having this job, like what are the steps that I need to take, you know, mm-hmm. to, to get there? So I definitely- yeah really important and one of my favorite quotes is from Stephen King he's like if you want to be a writer just write you know Mm -hmm. nobody's gonna be like oh you didn't go to this university for school or Mm -hmm. oh you didn't experience this because 
if you're going to be a writer, you're going to be a writer and you're going to write your heart out and yeah. you're going to do it for yourself. Not exactly. For write for yourself. Mm-hmm. Write for yeah. yourself. Oh, I agree. Um, when it comes, tell us a little bit, because I know that there's three books into one. So explain that. All right. So let's get to the technical um, technicality. <laughs> yes. So... The title of this book is called The Child's Play. And so The Child's Play is about the experiences I went through all during a very, very, very dark time of my college career. And so I was angry, depressed, I was horny, I was this, I was that, and that's all into that. Um, So what it is, it's just a shit ton of poems from all throughout that period of my my life. Um, And it's now in a book. So the book breaks down into three versions. There's a tease, there's a foreplay, and there's raw. I have raw right here. I have foreplay right here, even though the covers are slightly different. Um, you guys aren't gonna get these, but anyway, yeah. It's broken into these three sections and then tease I don't have with me because it's only available as an ebook. Um, so how it works is that tease is like the just a little hint of the actual book, right? Raw is everything. It's all the poems, say there's 200 poems. It's all the poems and it's even a preview of the next book that I'm currently um, working on right now with the editor that edit this book. Um, but as the tease of that, it has all the, the pictures. There are pictures included as well. And so you have raw that has everything and then you have tease that has like just a little bit just to kind of show what you're getting yourself into. And then you have foreplay, which is the one in the middle, where it gives more than tease, but not all of raw. It's basically half of raw. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but the books are broken into four parts. So I actually have like on the raw version, I have all four parts talked about because that's what it's about. And then for the foreplay, only two. Um, so there's four different parts. So the first part from raw is called boyfriend. And so Boyfriend, so it's boyfriend, few words, nude, and mongo. Those are the four different sections. Okay. Yeah. Um, so I can talk about the four sections quickly. Um, so boyfriend, what I have on the book, it says, daddy issues can last longer than any illness. It seeps into her pores and live in her blood. So basically boyfriend are more so like the poems of me being like a slight hopeless romantic but then getting very angry and snapping back with like this dark still very curious person and I was like in such like in this section there's more poems that kind of shows more of like a desperation of like wanting a boyfriend or wanting a guy to like take care of me or whatever Mm. or like just wanting to be in love um but there was still like this darkness to it Mm -hmm. so that's that section And then the next section is called Few Words. So what it says in the book is um, those text messages that were never sent, those notes written during work. So a few words are just like one-liners or two-liners, very, very, very short poems um, of like me just randomly writing it somewhere and I found it on a piece of paper or like wherever they could be, but they're like one-worded, three-worded things. Like, for example, here's one. Um, she dressed up like a butterfly wanting to be caught, but she was nothing but a wasp. 
and like little things like that um so then there's that one and then nude is actually like my favorite um because that one is more like me being a little bit more sexually aggressive um so <laughs> that little part of me is coming out it's it's so weird because i'm like people are going to be reading this and i'm super excited for them to read that but then i know like i look super nice and super sweet but then when you read my writings you're gonna be like um <laughs> who's this <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so it could get very explicit um okay. but whatever so yeah so like nude what it what it's what i wrote um it says it's so weird to read okay so slap me hit me kiss me make love to me she yells to them all they hear her message but not her problem um so that is like this section is about more so focused around my sexual frustration that I had with guys at that time who like and I needed hope like I honestly needed hope and like these guys were here making it seem like they were there to help me um but no it was just for the sex so it was very very difficult for me like not like to manage myself mentally when I was dealing like with people like that because I need a professional help, but yeah, I didn't go and get it. I found it through them and they just made it worse. Um, so that's that. And then the last one is called Mongo. Mm -hmm. So Mongo is a section named after my pet lizard that I've had. And like, this was when I was living alone. And a lot of crazy stuff happened in that, in where I live, but yeah, so on the book it says we are one we are none we are given this life to be used for fun we will use our words as bullets for our guns um or gun and so that one like that section was me more so feeling like i'm losing my fucking mind and i wanted to kill myself and i was just like angry like i wasn't necessarily angry but i was just like i felt like i was just losing it mm -hmm. and so that's what that's about um so yeah those four sections make up raw and yeah, and that's basically it. It. yeah i'm excited for you to read it too like i'm very interested in hearing like feedback mm -hmm. um because once again like i've shared some of these writings before but not all of them so i'm very interested to kind of see that like understand that i don't know because i've always oh sorry huh? i've always been like a reader you know like i'm reading someone else's writings and i'm pulling what i'm pulling from it but now as like an author I'm very curious on hearing the perspective of, of like a reader, you know, so. And everybody interprets it different. Just exactly. like how you interpret art different from other people, mm -hmm. then other people are now subject to that. And you're just like, oh, I shared a very big part of myself. It's very, it's very vulnerable to write. And mm. it's just showing like so much, but so yeah, I agree, but it's exciting. I actually want to make a comment on what you just said. I like that you have brought up that it's very vulnerable. So before I get into like the poems of the book um, or in the actual book, before the book gets to the poem part, I had wrote this thing called triggered base. And it was just explaining, like introducing myself, just saying hi to everyone, saying thank you to whoever. Um, but like I did mention, I was like, this is a state of vulnerability. Like I can, I'm pretty sure it's like, right there because okay so it's that and okay. then it's this and then like on that page just 
it says this is a state of vulnerability because that's literally for myself it's vulnerable because i'm showing a part of my or the old part of myself um but it's still me and then i feel like it can be vulnerable for the reader too because i'm pretty sure it's going to trigger something um so yeah. And a lot of the times, like, I feel like a job as writers is to write your experiences because people have gone through the same stuff or similar or can relate or find like, a, like a ground where you both can bond on this, mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. so, like for sure like I know that there's different parts that I'm gonna be like okay I understand some parts maybe like I haven't experienced that yet or it's different you know mm -hmm. so yeah I definitely think and especially like you were saying it's like with guys like being stressed and like sometimes depressed like it's mm -hmm. those types of writings just stir and but now look at how you are mm -hmm. <laughs> you're so much different you've grown a lot since then so it's just gonna be like next time it's gonna be that much better or not that mm -hmm. it's that much better but you're gonna grow so much yeah better. yeah exactly no I completely agree with you and like um another thing that I said like because like okay so this is also like this is before the actual story that like the book starts but um I wrote like so at the beginning like you're okay so this is like the the title or whatever and then it like turns to just like a welcome thing and then it's a picture and then it says to the young girl what does it say to the young girl i used to be or something like that and so that i love because yeah it's this book even though i wrote it but i'm just like here girl like you didn't know during that time that you're actually still going to be alive and actually be happy, healthy, like where you're at and have a published book. Like you deserve this shit. Like you feel me? So it's so that's crazy. Yeah, I'm super excited. I'm happy. And this is not this is only like the first part of the full on like project for the child's play. Like the books are out and I'm super happy. And I mean, right now, a promise to myself that I really hope I can keep is that I need to like just for right now just need to pull away from social media you know and just get myself together um but there are more things that I want to come back with this book and I think around that time I'll be able that's when I'll be more on social media but there's like a visual part that I still had that you remember how earlier that year we had those meetings and stuff like that I still want to happen um so yeah this is not done. This is just like the first part, like the like just part a tip. One. But I'm just, I'm happy it's out. So yeah, it's one step closer, you know. Now, mm -hmm. now this is done. Now you can, because I remember like two years ago, you're like, I want to publish it on Halloween, and then now here we are. It's Halloween, and it's fucking out. Halloween, bro. Yeah. Oh my god. You know, like, so I've had some experience. Okay, so my experience overall has been interesting for so many different reasons and everyone's experience is going to be interesting even if you think yours is boring it's still interesting but my lesson that I do want to dig deeper like deeper into so I can explain it more is that really if you have an idea like if you have an idea no matter how long it takes just keep keep like keep going towards your idea because it can it's possible to have this used to live in my mind 
and then it lived on a piece of paper and now it's in a book that other people can get around the world because of Amazon, but there's other options too. So just stick to it. And I wrote this book or started writing it when I was like 19, early 20, and I'm 24, <laughs> like I'm 24. And I almost did not do it this year. I was like, oh, I'm gonna do it next year because of COVID, blah, 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 because I can't do the visuals. I'm just not gonna do the book. And I would have been publishing when I'm 25 if I even get to that point, you know? So it's like, if you, have this idea as long as you're working towards it and just keep believing in it and don't give up on it. Don't give up on it. It will come like it will come. Um, but one thing with that, it's, I mean, it's easier said than done because it does take the work. It does take self-motivation. Um, it does take you not making excuses for other things. And it takes you to focus and prioritize your goals because you might be like, it's good to be like, I wanna do this, I wanna do this, I wanna do that, I wanna do this, that's really good. Cause I'm like that. But I've noticed that once I kind of narrow down a goal or be like, okay, now this is my main focus and I focus on that and I get it to like, I can knock it off. I can now work on other things. That's how I feel with this book. It's like, I've had this thought forever. Now it's done and I have it on my checklist. And it's like, now I can use that energy and time into the next goal that I have instead of trying to do everything at once exactly. so yeah, yeah that's my lesson you have to oh god in my my job they kind of do like raising your level of awareness and like mm. isms and here I go talking about my job but like <laughs> I really like it because you can't as much as you can spread yourself thin, you're not gonna give 100% to trying to be on here and trying to do this other thing, but also trying to be this, like then you just end up doing a sloppy job of it all. And like, mm -hmm. sometimes you can, but at the same time, it's like, once you really dedicate to this one thing, you can perfect it that much more. And mm -hmm. then to the next, you know, so. Exactly. And, was, oh, I'm sorry, please continue. That's it, I agree. Um. I think it's pretty cool that, well, not pretty cool. So one thing that I had to kind of, I have to pull myself back in a lot of times. I'm like, Cheyenne, the name is out there. Um, but I'm like, yo, think about it. You are technically doing a lot. You are doing a lot. And then we live in a society, or at least this is, I could be wrong, but to me, we live in a society that's just like so fast paced and all of this information is bombarded to you when it comes down to other people's life and you see that they're doing this and you feel like you're in such like a rush to do everything so that to the point where it's like whatever you're doing right now you kind of don't even think it's a lot like you're like oh it's whatever it's not something that can be like like you know I don't know like talked about so heavily on social media or like whatever the base that we're running up to I don't know or I don't know but I was telling myself, I'm like, dude, like you work a full-time job but currently, let's look at myself currently. You work your full-time job. That's a chunk of time out of your day. And then at the same time, like in my personal experience, I'm going through what I'm going through with my family. And that's a time and a chunk of mental, emotional, just so, so much. You gotta worry about this. You gotta worry about that. You gotta make sure this person's okay. And then you're trying to do this and you're trying to do that. And you have this goal of yours, like, you know? And so I feel like when we, we we're just like, oh, we're not doing anything. Like, I don't know, I just feel like we don't take, we don't give ourselves as much credit to be like, you're doing a lot. It's okay if you need that time or if it's okay if your, pro like your progress or your goals or whatever is taking a little longer. Like you're doing a lot, so don't beat yourself up. And that's like talks that I've had with myself because like, 
I'll look at other artists or creators that I know and I see they're doing this and I'm, they're doing that. And I'm just like, what the fuck? Like looking down on my stuff, but they don't have to worry about the situation. They don't have the exactly. worries that I have or they have more time to do that. Like they're in a different life. Like we're, we can't compare each other. So yeah, that's sad. For sure. Yeah. And I think that kind of goes back to also like social media and just seeing the positives of people. Because mm-hmm. it's like, it's like, other success, successful people, I, I Jordan Peterson, he's like, it took me 10 years to become an overnight um, celebrity, you know, mm-hmm, and like, mm-hmm. I remember he said 10 or seven years, but something like that, you know, yeah. so it's, people don't see the hard work, people don't see the struggles, people just see that like, oh, look at my new job, my new this, my new that, my, you know, what I just did, so yeah, and, and I think it's just, for myself I know comparing yourself to another person is just not good because then you can either feel less than or kind of be not empowered by like oh I'm doing better than this you know like each ego yeah egotistic Mm -hmm. like you have to just live your life and wish the best for everybody and just focus on you so Mm -hmm. yeah I I completely agree and I feel like going back to social media and um, putting out the good, I have two kind of like thoughts that go against each other. A part of me is like, okay, I get it. Like you guys want to put out the good, of course. Like, why not? Like, why do you want to put out the bad all the time? Like, I get it. But I feel that it's just, that's like, you guys have the right to do whatever you want. And if that's what you want to do, it makes sense. Go for it. But as a whole, we don't even realize how kind of, toxicating that is and the pressure that it puts because I don't know and like it's just it's just a weird a weird setup and for myself when I do get back on I want to get to a point where I can literally like because I I do like social media for reaching out meeting people and I want to have more of these like I just want to talk to people and reach out to people but when I get to that point I do want to explain and talk about the ugly side of it the hard side of it because I feel like not a lot of people talk about that because not a lot of people are talking about that when someone is going through that ugly side or hard side like they think they're alone and they have like this thought because the only thing they see is just positivity positivity or fake positivity um which brings them down even more so yeah yeah that's very Mm -hmm. true it's very true yeah i i agree and i'm excited and uh, cheyenne is yes co-writer in all of our blogs that we have an endlesswonder.com so yes stay tuned with more of her writing my writing all right yeah endless wonder writing go to endlesswonder.com i'm sure mm-hmm. you'll write you'll post on their poems that could either be in the next few books someone some from these you know just like exactly that inspire and everything so mm-hmm. yeah it's just exciting but no like just keep going you know don't let anybody ever like stop you discourage you like kind of like if it's hard then just keep going in a way you know so no I'm just excited because then it just shows like it's empowering too it's like oh now I'm this and then two years from now you're gonna achieve something else and you're like oh now I'm this now I'm better you know and so you just get like that much more and you're developing into like Mm -hmm such a great person and everything so i'm just excited mm-hmm. and proud of you yeah thank you so much yeah and i can't wait
read it. Yeah, I'm excited. I'm super excited to hear your like feedback. And now that I have it, I probably might read it again. Like it's so funny actually, because um, I guess like I don't in the future when it gets to that point, especially when I'm marketing again, I do want to come dive back or have another interview that has more in detail stuff. But like the process of actually so now you have something written now you have to turn it into a book that was a journey on its own um and it's funny because it got to a point I didn't do this like professionally edit um my friend who wants to be like she wants to have her own um like uh, publishing house and stuff and go to school for English like she likes to read her and I sat together we had like online little meetings and um she'll edit my stuff we'll go through it together each and every single poem going back and forth on if this needs to be changed or if this needs to be updated it was really nice to have her along because she was able to find like the grammar that was the main thing like making sure things were spelled right um but even after her and i were done i had to go and do my editing for for a while but the point is i got tired of reading these poems so i was just like oh my god dude like I can't read this like I'm done let me just upload this let me just send this out I'm done I don't want to read it anymore but then the moment that someone got the book I was like oh my god I want to read it I have to read it I have to read it <laughs> so I'm excited to actually read it my brother wants to read it like I'm only gonna let my mom for sure read the foreplay one like she can't she can't read the raw like there's gonna be things in here that she's gonna find out that happened that I haven't even talked to her about but I'm like hey mom you read it that's your fault um but <laughs> <laughs> like honestly my brother he was like oh I want to read it and I'm, I'm debating I should let him read this I was telling him I was like it's not PG-13 he was like I'm not 13 I was like oh I'm sorry it's not PG-14 he's like about to be 18 years old but um yeah I don't know it's so much harder sharing it to your family than sharing it like it's already hard sharing it to friends but then when your family sees it it's like mm, I don't know exactly 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 because there is some explicit and i mean explicit like i think there's in this section there is like some sexual terms being used and so for him to read that and be like oh like picturing that happening to my sister <laughs> like and when he's like like a few, like i can literally he can literally look up to me he can i already know how it's gonna happen Cause it's so like him and I are awkward. He's gonna be reading the book, and then if he reads something weird, he's gonna look up at me, and I'm gonna look at him, and we're just gonna stare at each other and just turn away and not say anything, and it's just gonna sit in my head. Just pretend it never <laughs> happened. You don't know. I already know that's what's gonna happen. Just like damn, he probably read that. Oh, poor little brother. That's cool. So, yeah. That's so exciting. <sighs> That's not. Here's a picture. This is the first picture. Well, I don't think it's the first picture. It's like it's a bird. It's a dead bird, and then this cute little picture of this my friend. That's your friend. Uh huh. I made it a little dark on purpose, so you probably can't even see really what's going on. But I like that because then, like, this is for a foreplay. Then the next page is like the pictures are just like flowers or very innocent and you're just like wait a minute you, that was the first picture you show me like where's the rest of stuff like that but that's mainly in raw yeah. more explicit the thing with the photos i was kind of holding back a little bit because i didn't understand the 
like I just it was my first process like first time doing this so I'm like I'm gonna be a little careful with photos mm -hmm. but these came out really pretty and I want more more photos let me see some of them yeah okay so like like it's a picture here like this was once on my instagram okay and this is using amazon like here's another like picture and then the more you go in the more let's see like here's a photo this one's i don't know it might be a little harder to see that's like a more let's see here's another photo and there's like a lot of other ones but did you take all of those photos huh did you take those photos only the flowers anything animal or flower or trees the other ones i got from um, some people mm, okay okay mm -hmm. well, that's cool that's exciting mm -hmm. Any other yeah. thoughts, messages, message to future Cheyenne when we're, we're reviewing the next book? <laughs> oh, that's gonna be dope. Um, so this is a message to you in the future. Um, dude, you're a writer. And keep calling yourself a writer. Keep writing. And, um, take your time and it's okay. And take this as a learning experience. Um, feedback of both is really good. Um, and just try to improve. Oh, dude. Okay. So, so future Shay. Um, first things first. Better not get in a relationship or be dealing with any of these boys before you get your apartment. Um, but going back to the book, the there's a story that I that we have been wanting to write for a very long time, but we're too afraid to do it because we felt that society will really fight against it and they probably will but still don't give up on that story i want it to be finished i want you to finish that story maybe like within three years four years by the time you turn 30 for sure like that should be done um but work on that i want to see that next time you look back at this you have started or started adding to it in any type of way and yeah that's all keep doing your other projects and see how that goes so. yeah that's exciting Yes. one of our first endless book reviews in a way. yes yep and we can read it and we can talk about it like i'll be all down especially when i move like i'll be I, that's why i really want to get more into social media again but um i want to like discuss some of these poems you know and talk about them yeah, next when i get it i need to i need to buy it and then when i get it then i'm sure it'll we can probably do it for one of the 12 days of Christmas, 12 days of podcast. I'm down. Yeah, we can. And like, it can, and also too, like say we're still reading, because I don't want you to feel like you have to rush it on anything, but like say we just want to pull some random poems and just read it there. Uh-huh. And okay. we can do that as well. So I'll be down. Yeah. And then this one. Do yes. I'm so excited. I think I'm actually going to kind of start today. Oh shit. Wait, you're cracking up. Can you hear me now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I said I think I'm actually probably gonna start today. I have. Oh, dude, fuck it! Like tomorrow is like the, already the first. Because yeah, it's like. Did it, you read the first page? No, I haven't. I I'm yeah. like I've been waiting. If you don't want to, we can read it when if you don't if you feel comfortable reading it. Mm -hmm. 
which one like the first first page or the like where it starts the, the story the cat i saw that it was the cat's eye and i was like i already like it it has cats <laughs> <laughs> just read the first page let's see okay so i grew up well do you think it would get copyrighted i don't think so no 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 no, no. okay so paragraph one of story of die so the cat's eye <clears throat> I grew up very much alone, and as far back as I recall, I was frightened of anything sexual. I was nearly 16 when I met Simone, a girl of my own age at the beach in X. Our families being distantly related, we qu quickly grew intimate. Three days after our first meeting, Simone and I were alone in her villa. She was wearing a black pinafore with a stretch collar. I began realizing that she shared my anxiety at seeing her and I felt even more anxious the day because I hoped she would be stark naked under that pinafore. Yes, that's the first page. Wow. <laughs> I'm so pinafore, pinafore? I don't know. I'm not sure. I'm the worst, but you're better than me, trust. But sounds about right yeah dude i'm super excited and i've never fully fully read that like fully finished it so i think it's gonna be cool to like read it with people i'm just like nerd out about it like it's one of those things yep and then it gets crazy we're doing a buddhist book as well yeah i'm excited for that then your book yeah well i think we could probably do your book in the middle like a couple poems and then the buddhist book and yeah yeah however it goes yeah bye all right that was exciting. Um, yeah. Glad that you shared all of this. I of can't course. wait for the future and nice. just for you to keep growing, for Endless Wonder to keep growing. Mm -hmm. And eventually, when imagine when we're helping other people publish their books and exactly different creative outlets. I'm just, it's exciting. You know? Yeah. Well, thank you, everyone, for being a part of this experience with us. I really love being able to run my mouth about my book, My Little Baby um agreeing with maria i'm very excited for the future to see what more like what else comes because i know it's like a lot well hopefully that's go. but um yeah stay tuned and by doing that please subscribe if you haven't already hit the bell um follow us on instagram our information's all down there our website check that out um and at www.endlesswonder.com I lowkey forgot it <laughs> for a second um but oh, yeah, so see you next Tuesday or next Saturday we'll see you next Saturday <laughs> bye bye everybody next Saturday at two next Saturday at two <laughs>